This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. And welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And instead of anime, I would rather jam out to these kids' bop beats. And I would rather not. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Rem, I I have something to share with you. Uh, uh, uh please do, Sean. I have with me a uh, a little bottle. Uh, it's a bottle of Captain Morgan Apple Smash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's best served. Chill. All right, so, uh, drink response. So you're get you're getting you're getting apple smashed over there. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, it's a bursting apple shot, actually. So it's like a uh, it's quite nice. It's a uh, it tastes like a Jolly Rancher. It is probably one of the girliest shots I could have ever gotten my hands on, and I love it. Uh, one week after after last week's debacle, and you're still you've been drinking all this time. Look, to be fair, I'm Irish. It, it, it comes with the territory. <laughs> it's just I don't usually drink on the show, and I'm not going to be drinking excessively because. A drunk rambling Sean complaining about his his woes and sadnesses is not good for comedy. I just wanted to <laughs> I just wanted to bring you to my current mental state, uh, as well as uh, share my love of this really candy like shot that uh, well, helps the I, burn I, go I, away. I, I appreciate you uh, sharing that with all of us, Sean. Yeah, so um, if Captain Morgan the wants first to step is us. recognizing. <laughs> Uh, first of all, <laughs> even though we have a disclaimer at the beginning, we know for a fact that we have a lot of underage listeners, which we're watching you. Don't drink if you're underage. Yeah. Don't even drink before your brain is fully... De- if you're not 30, don't drink. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me that sooner, Remington? Fuck. <laughs> I'm I'm in my mid to late twenties and I don't I that, that that's not it's a bit late for that. Grant. Uh, so now that we we since since the drinking has already started, um, since this is anime out of context, I'll probably be joining that mental state, uh, because anime hurts me deeply. Yeah. But what specific anime is going to be hurting me this week, Sean? Well, Rem, I've I've been thinking while I've been drinking. Yep. And I will say this: you hurt me pretty badly last week. I I, I recall. Yes. I don't know that, how that is. I don't know how much Dylan left in and how much editing uh, he's done to emphasize my pain. He, he probably suffering. he probably cut out like the 20 minutes of wailing and sobbing. Yeah, I would too, personally. Uh, <laughs> if that, that, that wasn't, I don't think that correlated well to the Like, I wish I could have audio. taken those emotions back, but I, I can't. I, <laughs> I left myself too vulnerable. I gave myself open arms and you took you took my pride away from me it, it hurt a lot rem uh but but you you've overcome that you're ready to forgive and forget i i don't think of myself as a vengeful person I, <laughs> that doesn't match my view of you but continue <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not a vengeful person usually, right? And I don't think it'd be appropriate for me to take vengeance today either. I just... Eh. I 100% agree, Sean. Uh, careful, you're on thin ice. Uh... <laughs> So instead, I'm going to enact my plan that I uh, initially thought I was going to do this week uh, because I, I've been doing some thinking, Rem. And honestly, we've covered a lot of different anime. Uh, I am well aware. Uh, and last week especially reminded me that, man, we've covered a lot of anime, but the amount of anime we've revisited is pretty minimal. That That is also true. Because, I mean, we've come back to, I think, maybe four anime in like over One of them we've come back to again and again and again. Yes, but that was funny, so it was fine. 
It was <laughs> very funny. Disagree. All right, so uh, if I'm taking the hint, and I mean, it's subtle, but I think it's there, I would guess we're doing a revisit this week. Yeah, because I, like, I feel like we should just do more revisits in general, honestly, because it's been a long-ass time since we've done one, and I'll, I'll drop a poll on our Patreon to see uh, how regularly people want return visits, uh, because we've been getting emails for very specific revisits over and over and over again over the past couple years, and I just think to myself, you know what, it's, it's about time, so I'm thinking at least maybe one revisit every 10 episodes might be good for us that might be a good yeah, that that's pretty reasonable yeah good pacing type of thing uh so but uh now now this this raises the question uh that's very important because we've covered a, a lot of uh, well a lot uh quite a few decent ones quite a few good anime and then a truckload of god-awful shit yes so the odds aren't necessarily in my favor but i'm tentatively hopeful yes uh so i actually thought that we would return to uh return to grassroots as it were mm. you know we had to go back uh to uh back to a time when we first started this podcast you know first like 20 episodes or so where uh you know we were we were getting our footing you know we uh covered a lot of very interesting uh and sometimes upsetting shows and I figured it would be time to actually return to some of them. All right. So um, we, we, we've revisited a, a couple that were in the OG days. Yep. It's been rough when we have. It's none of the ones we've already covered. I will say that. Like uh, that, that, that's nice. Yes. Uh, especially. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to revisit those, especially because then people who start at the beginning but then want more of that content can see how we've grown. Because good God, at the start we weren't great. Uh, which isn't to say we are now, but at least we're better. Yep. And but nonetheless, so that that's nice. I'm I am just concerned about potential options. Potential options. I mean, there are quite a few. Like I I have given you like. Uh, count it, not counting the ones we revisited, there's at least 18 different shows we could revisit there. Yeah. And, like, four of them are good. Oh, you know what? Actually, make that 17, because we did do a Umaru-chan revisit, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not doing that one, unfortunately, for you. Yeah. Uh, or ever again, because I, 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 I can't face that real that reality You cannot again. bask in the glory of Umaru. All right, so so w- would you like to share with the class exactly? They all know. They see the title of the episode. I'm the only one kept in the dark right now. Exactly, Rem. And I figured that we should go back even farther to our room and talk about games a little bit games okay um, and no it's not sword art because that would be that'd be too obvious i mean come on okay games 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 what kind of games John? well <laughs> in a lot of case you could consider it a survival game oh wait a minute are we going back to one of our old popular episodes which is going to be uh oh god why can't i remember the name the di- future diary future diary you want us to go back to future diary so we can have that awesome edgy action and uh fantastical fantasies with the whiniest bitch of a protagonist ever that would be nice i that that's one of the better ones that we have seen after all this time it it a good kind of edgy it's interesting oh man it is very interesting rim uh but the survival game i'm thinking of is less of a literal survival game fuck And more of a Remington survival game. God damn it, this was my concern. (laughs) (laughs) And I figured that we should go back I had a moment of hope. 
I had a moment of hope, and, and that, that was my mistake. I am wrong for doing that. So I figured I would uh, bring us back to the thing that uh, tested Remington's will to live the most Fuck. in that first 20 episodes. <laughs> Tell me, Remington, can you imagine that your sister can be this cute? I hate this so much. I hate, I'm, I had, I had a moment of hope. I had a moment of like, maybe, maybe he didn't have time to plan for torture. So he actually just kept going and he planned for future diary and it was all going to be over. Okay. Oh, I did plan for Future Diary. I have well, planned for Future Diary. I have Mirai Nikki in my back pocket whenever I feel as appropriate. Uh, but I'm not a vengeful person, Remington. <laughs> I am a person who values comedy and intelligent discussion, as well as good, good goofs. And I'll tell you right now, you know what's a really, really good goof? What, what would that be, Sean? Making you watch one of the most degenerate sister fucking anime I have. Here, here's the awful thing, Sean. I, I don't even like remember which one this is. That's, that's how far <laughs> in the hole I am. Like, there's there's a handful that it could be that I'm like, which, I've, I have to go and crawl into the, the darkest recesses of my mind. And I, I have no idea which sister fucking anime this actually is well remington i can narrow it down for you if you like i can give you a little bit of a synopsis because it has been two years since we've uh, touched it over two years <laughs> oh god uh, not long enough uh all right yeah please please do uh remind remind us all what the fuck this is so the full title of this in japanese is ore no imoto ga uh, konani kawaii wake ga nai and that fully translates to i can't believe my sister is this cute essentially and ore emo is the shortest way to phrase it yes all right yep or emo I, I remember i just remember hating it but i don't remember anything of the story yes it was our sixth episode uh oh man so uh over a hundred episodes ago yes 110 episodes i believe oh fuck uh so it felt about right and this show is it's it's a deep insightful look remington it's a deep, insightful look into the ideal world of closet otakus. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, because uh, Kirino Kosaka is, you know, the perfect student. She's like the most idealized girl in her class. She gets great grades. Uh, she's a model. She gets everything she wants and earns it properly. But she's got a secret, Rem. And her secret is, is that she is a big otaku and doesn't want anybody to know. But her big brother finds out and she essentially blackmails him into helping her get uh make friends with uh all the nerdy otaku types uh going to various cafes and various interactions and just a little little bit of romance in there uh and it's okay rem it's okay because usually in these anime the brother sister relationship thing they're not actually related or they're uh, cousins uh but you, so you don't have to worry about that as much in this one because that's not that's not they don't have that wimpy ass excuse in this episode remington <laughs> uh, because no they are are actually full-blooded siblings uh, this time let, let me ask you sean um on, on behalf of like uh, the, our listeners who i'm sure are curious uh was there anything that specifically pulled you to this sister fucking anime as opposed to the other sister fucking animes which have also tortured me oh uh, well there's a couple things uh first and foremost was we i got an email the other day uh talking about it saying that the episode was funny and uh, they said that hey this isn't as bad of a show as you think and i was like oh but it is isn't it <laughs> Isn't it? Like, I got... 
I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe maybe I've been too far away from it. Maybe I should go back and uh, have a <laughs> revisit. Maybe maybe they're right. Uh, so thank you for that email. We do appreciate it. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and Ram, this isn't too bad of a show rank wise. I mean, it got a 7.17 on Mal. Listen, from the feedback we've got, um, it's it's true that the the sister fucking episodes, uh, people adore them. People love them. People find them to be absolutely fucking hysterical. Um, from 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 what we've gathered. Um. Here's 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 uh, my proposal, Sean. Yes. Uh, you know, I I have a proposal, uh, a, an offer, a deal to make. Oh, I'm curious. What do you have? All right. So better be uh, good. All right. So the deal is, we don't watch Oremo this week. Mm, that's right? tough. That's tough. But what 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 do you have instead? That, that, no, that's that's the deal. Oh, that's the deal. <laughs> that's the proposal. <laughs> <laughs> Your proposal is let's not. Yeah. Not this week. But how about, let me add to it. Pretty please, wait with a cherry on top. Look at the the manners, the etiquette. Uh, don't like cherries all that much though, Ram. <laughs> with the cherry on top, then removed because it was a symbolic gesture the whole time. <laughs> a symbolic cherry. Uh, I, I, the, symbolic cherries, Sean, which speaking about sister fucking gets into a real, uh, a real gray area at best, but hey, don't ignore worry. that. As far as I know, there isn't actual sister fucking in this show. At least not canonically. I'm sure plenty of people have. Oh, I'm sure the doujinshis for this are fantastic. Uh, well, you've, you've said that word before. <laughs> uh, basically, it's uh, it's basically the manga equivalent of fan fiction is the way you could describe it. It's a non-canon oh, manga. Uh, more often than not, uh, usually of the hentai variety. Not always, though. Just Oof. sometimes. All right. Um, well, I already hate this so much. Yeah. And, um, and I'm not now. I'm, I've... I'm not in the hentai culture as much as uh, other weeby content creators. Uh, so I don't know if this has the best doujinshi out there, but I'm <laughs> sure people will let us know. Uh, so Sean, um, I I almost am too scared to ask this question uh, because a part of me is like, don't fucking do it. You don't want to know. It'll only hurt you more. You're just jabbing the knife further into your heart, right in into everything you know and love. Mm-hmm. How, how, how many episodes are are you making me watch? Well, Ram, I think last time we watched, what was it, like three episodes? Uh, something like that. Mm, three episodes, huh? Interesting, yep. interesting, interesting. So I think maybe we match that, or maybe even less. We really only need to, like, peek in, see if it's about the same as last time, jump out. You know what? That is a very fair assessment, uh, Rem. And you know Thank what? You. I might be I might be uh, convinced, actually, you know, that you've made oh! a fair argument. Uh, there's just one thing I, I have say? to ask, Remington. My argumentative skills are unparalleled, Sean. There's just one thing I have to ask to confirm uh, my decision. Yep. Care to apologize for anything you've said about Haikyuu or Dr. Stone? <laughs> so, um, our listeners. Uh, either either our long- or. You could, ha- you could apologize for anything about any of them, and I might consider it. Our longtime listeners, especially those who have uh, listened to the, the Discord Chronicles series of episodes, know a few things about me. Um, one, one of those things is that I'm a very prideful man, and I, I put that pride above self-preservation. That being said, uh, it, it, it's fair to evaluate at this time. Uh, Haikyuu, Dr. Stone, I've said a lot of very strong things 
about both of these shows. And now, introspecting, looking within myself, asking, maybe, maybe were some of those things, or even just one of the shows too far. And you know what? Definitely not. Both those shows are pretty trash. And if anything, I would like to double down on both of those opinions, because fuck y'all, I was right. Well, I tried. <laughs> I gave you an out. All you had to do was say one nice thing. That's it. That's all you had to say. I would have been generous. I would have said, yeah, maybe only two episodes this time. Mm. Well, you know what? Here, here's here's the nice thing. Um, we're not watching either of them. That's finished. Ah, I see. <laughs> hey, Rem, do you by chance remember the rule when it comes to revisits? Um, uh, so if I recall, in the rules that we have crafted, for a revisit, it's essentially a built-in bullshit rule. Mm, that's So correct. you can, instead of three to five episodes, it's... However, Sean, however much Sean finds to be a su sufficient amount for proper and and uh, proper discussion. Mm, that is true. That is true. Usually, I'll I'll extend it to like an additional arc, maybe, or just a few extra episodes, just in case, to really flesh out the narrative. And I mean, this does have two seasons, so it wouldn't be too out of the ordinary to finish the season. I mean, and Rem, that's not that many episodes. You might be worried, but no, no, don't worry. That's only nine additional episodes you'd have to th consider. Uh, <laughs> But I feel 20. like that might be a little too much for you, Rem. That's what I'm saying. That's what the people are saying, Sean. Yeah, because nine, nine in one sitting can be quite a lot. And unless you have very good reason uh, to vouch for the show, it can it can uh, lead to some negative opinions of it. You know, that's that's a, that's something you have to consider every time you do a bullshit roll like this. <laughs> and Lord knows we don't want to sour my opinion on Oremo. So I like just nice and cut it trim. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep it nice and round. In fact, Rem, you only, you only have to watch six episodes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's episode four through nine. Uh, in case you're okay. wondering, that's you're going to start with, uh, let's see. My, uh, my little, uh, my, there's no way my little sister could go to Summer Comicette, which is like a, oh, uh, doujinshi comic con. Yep, yep. Uh, pretty f solid arc right there. Uh, and oh, you're going to sure. finish it with, uh, my sister can't be this absorbed into a rogue. <laughs> so that's a like really that. nice six episode arc that I think you should uh, be able to sit through quite easily. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'll sit through it so easily when I am a corpse. Look, man. Soulless and lifeless. We don't know if we're going to get a third episode out of this, so I should show you enough to at least solidify your opinion on the show. And who knows? This might be the first time your whole opinion of the show turns around into a nice big positive. Ah, uh, yes. Who knows? This could be the time. By the end of this, my brain could be so fried where, where I go and I say, hmm, perhaps sister fucking actually has some depth to it. Perhaps now that they've fleshed out the characters, perhaps now I am invested in, in them being together. Perhaps now... I want that incest to happen more than anything else in the world. Perhaps finally it's captured my fancy. My brain has melted out of my ears and what has been replaced is a soul love for sister fucking anime. Hey man, you said it, not me. And like I said, Rem, I'm not vengeful. Oh yeah. I'm just giving people you, what they want. You are an honorable man, Sean. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, Remington, Remington Chase, my friend, my brother. <laughs> Let's go watch some Ore Emo, maybe for the last time.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming, oh, just a couple episodes of uh, the very divisive anime simply known as Ore Emo. Uh, I think, oh god, Rem, do, do you remember how many episodes I showed you? <sighs> I don't think fucking many. I think I don't think has a number, Rem. I, I feel like I showed you just a really, really good solid number of episodes. Yeah, yeah. You you, you showed me six episodes. Uh, so we watched un- up to episode nine was the last one we watched. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, aptly titled. There's no way my little sister can play a rogue like this. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know what? I, there are a lot of people that really enjoy the show. There have been some uh, good, uh, positive feedback on this show, and I figured this would be the perfect opportunity to uh, explore the show's deeper themes. Uh, and, <sighs> and Rem, I feel like uh, you are the perfect person to truly get into the nitty-gritty and analyze the truly complex notions of this particular uh, series. I am but an empty vessel. <laughs> there to be filled with all of the uh, deep lore of this show. So, Rem, what are your thoughts, man? Have, has your opinion improved of the show since we first saw it all those years ago? So, uh, now, it's, it's been a good hundred episodes. And after all this time, I had stored Remo into the category of generic sister-fucking anime that I really disliked, right? And, and in a way, my opinion has changed because uh, it was even worse than I remember. It is not only egregious due to the sister fucking, though obviously that contributes. It's egregious because it is a terrible show. <laughs> even if you remove all of that, uh, even if you remove its uh, absurd degeneracy, it's still utter trash. What? Are you saying uh, that there's nothing to gain from this particular flavor of degeneracy? Uh, not only is there nothing to gain, but there's there's so much to lose, <laughs> I would argue. Um, so, uh, episode episode four, um, where where we're getting back to, yep. um, apparently, who the fuck knows what happened before he brother was told that he needed to start playing an gay erotic sister fucking video game or some shit. No, it, it wasn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily have to be a sister fucking game, but you know, it, that's just kind of all she has. So, yeah. So he's playing that and she's like, have you finished it? And he's like, no, I'm busy playing it though. And she's like, how fucking dare you? Um, and there's an overly long scene about that. There's a lot of overly long scenes. The pacing of this show is so bad. Every scene Goes on twice as long as it should, Sean. And that's fucking awful. But, Rem, um, it's only a 22-minute long show. I, like, I feel like that's ample time to get lots of deep plot out of the way. Oh, yeah. It's uh, the, the deepest of plot. Um, then there's, like, the sister. She is hanging out with her normal friends as opposed to her weeb friends. And there's a delivery of... A Dakimaka or some shit, and mm. oh no, she can't show it to her normal friends because they don't know that she's a sister fucking weeb girl, and so that doesn't really go anywhere. 
Uh, I guess we meet her friends, one of which becomes suddenly relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the latter half of the episode is just taken up. There's a sister fucking convention. Okay, hold on. It's not a sister fucking <laughs> convention. That's not what Comic Cat is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Remington. Comic Cat is basically just a massive uh, anime manga convention, uh, heavily focused around uh, the. Uh, uh, gaining of things like uh doujinshi which if you recall are uh fan made uh manga primarily so they show up to the sister fucking convention and they they they're like they really need to meet or see Alice Plus or something to get a new video game i don't know i'm hardly i'm so fucking zonked out of my fucking gourd i i was in the abyss at this stage it was just washing over me long story short oh no there's no game left but if you can beat this guy at the game then you get the game but they lose at the game but fortunately the goth lolly friend do you remember her if not don't fucking worry about it oh um, i mean you mean kuro neko everybody's favorite character from the show <laughs> well first let me note uh she is obviously the best character and the show knows that she is the best character because the show, as we will get to, is going to start shoehorning her in where she just frankly doesn't belong at all. And it's obvious that this show knows that she's the only half-decent character, uh, though I dare not say she is a good character. Um, so she suddenly shows up and she wins the game despite not having an interest. Wow. And she gives it to, uh, to the sister and there's like some tsundere bullshit going on. And I, I really don't give a damn. Oh, come um, on. shouldn't you at least try and remember her name since she's such an important character? Karen. 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 It's Karina. Remington, All right. Carrie, no. So, Sister Karen. Uh. And uh, and then the the episode ends. They find one of the normal friends uh, that's just out and about near the sort of, like, convention center, right? And it's like, what are you doing here? <gasps> and that that's the cliffhanger we, uh, we end on. But Remington, uh, oh, also, won't, won't there be some kind of tragedy if her normal friends find out she's an otaku? Oh, God. Yeah, I, I remember something I had forgotten was that there's this very strange otaku persecution complex going on with this show. And uh, in episode five, they're going to max that the fuck out. I, I remember complaining about this, how it made no fucking sense. Uh, because it's not just, uh, oh, wow, it's, it's real embarrassing. It's like we are societally persecuted. Uh, the, the magnitude is just way, way up there now, to a ludicrous I, I degree. I will say, I will say that this anime was made in the, uh, well, the anime was made in 2010 and that, by that point it wasn't <laughs> as big of a thing, but I think the light novels were written, uh, earlier, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so the, I, I am skeptical that that will explain the extents that it goes to in episode five. Because in episode five, dear God, it goes off the fucking wall. So episode five, 
we we go right where we left off talking to uh, the normal friend. Uh, her name is ISA. So ISA is like, what are you doing here? What's going on? It's so nice to see you. And uh, the the sister is like, oh, God, I can't talk there at all, apparently. Uh, and that, that dynamic I just described goes on for a solid, like, minute or two nonstop. Nothing of substance because everything lasts way too long. Uh, eventually the, the weeb friends are like, yeah, let's, let's get out of here. We're embarrassing the sister. Um, and so they leave and they, they try to explain it away to ISA being like, oh no, we're, we're just, you know, chilling around. There's something weird going on here. Who knows what some sister fucking convention. That's weird. It's and... just, it's just a, an anime convention, Rem. <laughs> You've been to anime conventions. Oh, I hate that that's accurate. Uh, so then ISA, uh, the, the sister Karen has a bag. And so ISA grabs the bag and rips it open. It's all like raining and everything. And all of the sister fucking manga and shit spill out onto the rainy floor. And that's just extremely rude. Um, real fucked up. Like, Aisei is apparently your best friend, and it's like, you don't pull that shit. Uh, don't, don't fuck with other people's property. Not okay. Um, and this whole time, at, at, once that happens, like, we're supposed to feel real emotional and melancholy, because Aisei, once she sees what's going on, what, all the, all the sister-fucking manga, she turns very grim and stoic, and she tells Karen to never talk to her ever again. Um, and, and, like, there's real sad music, and Karen is traumatized, and it's real, real fucking weird, real weird, and this, this branches out into, like, being the weeb equivalent of Christian propaganda, Sean, (laughs) because it even gets to the point where it's, like, off screen, Karen and I say have a conversation, and essentially, it feels a lot like uh, you see in Christian movies where it's like, you either give up the Lord or you give up me. And that's like the main character's uh, secular girlfriend or whatever. Um, and it's like, this this doesn't happen. This is not reality. <laughs> what distorted worldview do you live in? But this is where, oh, we are just get fucking getting started in this fucking episode. Oh my God. You have no fucking idea. Oh, I because, do have an idea. Yeah. Sean, you, you, you have an idea. Anybody else? Oh, strap the fuck in. Because I say, um, eventually the, the brother character who's like, what's his name? Like Kyo, Kyose, Kyose? Uh, Kyosuke. Ah, so fucking close. Uh, so, Mr. Kyoyo, he, he, (laughs) he talks to Ayase, and Ayase is batshit insane. Um, apparently, so the, the game that he's been playing, it's called Siskalypse, because it's like Sister Apocalypse or some shit, right? And (laughs) apparently, there was... A Siskalypse Columbine event where a man was influenced by Siskalypse and attempted to imitate it, and he electrocuted a girl to death. So, okay, to be fair, it's a little (laughs) rough comparing that to Columbine when it wasn't just the video games that inspired uh, those crazy people. 
like mentally. Well, yeah, and, and as it turns out, more shit inspired this as well. But nonetheless, it's just, oh, yes, based on a video game, we decided to kill people in the same style, right? Which is batshit insane. Because that's not then, how that works at all. Further, um, at one point, I say is like, ah, yes, the otakus who people call ready-made criminals. Who says this? Who are you talking? <laughs> Once again, it's not just presented like ISA has this individual bias. This is presented as a societal thing. This persecution complex of like, oh yes, they're so bad. ISA at one point says creepy otakus should be murdered and their games should be banned. That is that is a quote. That is a quote of what this bitch says and she represents the societal consensus, apparently. And don't get me wrong, I will persecute the fuck out of weebs. I will mock <laughs> them mercilessly. That is what I do here on this podcast. But what the fuck is this bullshit? I don't know, Rem. I feel like I'm capable of committing horrible crimes. I well, yes, yeah, certainly. You you you've come close when I have uh when I have dissed on some of your favorite anime. Uh, I I would argue forcing me to watch six episodes of Raymo is so something against the Geneva Convention. Uh, but but dear God, the I don't understand it. Like at, at least at least I get it. Like when when uh Christians claim to be persecuted more than they are. Right, because at, at least they can point to something that exists, even if I wildly disagree with it. But this is just silly. This is absurd. This is, oh my God. It, it's just weeb apology. But, oh, don't you worry, because the brother, he's done some studying. And as it turns out, the Siskeli, Siskeli, Ellipse, whatever the fuck killer um he he just he withdrew his statement he actually didn't do it because of the game apparently um and so don't worry about it actually and that's it that's like that is the resolution that's that's it and so uh he's talking to isa and then the sister also shows up and isa makes some arguments about like the sister fucking media being repulsive and also how fucked it up it was that, like, Isay's best friend, Karen, didn't tell her anything. It's like, that's not how best friends should act. And so, like, on both those counts, um, which they sort of just, like, sidestep both of those very legitimate arguments. Uh, and they're like, yeah, but your friends, though. And it's like, here's here's the thing. Friendship is real powerful, but if someone shows up to me, right, right, and is like, hey, I murdered a dog, but we're friends, right? Or even just, like, I consume media that is all about dog murdering. Um, I, yeah, no, that, I'm gonna question our relationship there, unless you have really good justification. And if your justification is like, hey, they really like the dog murdering shows... I'm sorry, that's not really sufficient, and I'm going to stop spending time with you. And that's totally legitimate. What the fuck is going on here? I mean, I don't know where you're finding all these dog murdering shows, Ren, but I feel like we should have a conversation about this. <laughs> well, everyone knows that I, I would never actively seek out dog murdering shows. They are the single worst shows. 
Uh, dogs are great. I mean, so, I, I just don't think they exist is the thing, but hey, you do. I don't know, fun. man. We, we've, we've come pretty close on a couple of these anime. Um, cause Dr. I, Stone, I'm looking at you. Uh, um, for if, <laughs> so, so, uh, at one point, Karen tells ISA, she's like, listen, I love Arrogate just as much as I love you. Um, and, you know, that's similar to a moment I, I had with Sean way back when he told me that I meant as much, almost as much to him as his limited edition Dakimakura. I knew that he meant it. That was when I knew he cared about me. Gosh darn it. Okay, I don't think, look, if there's a limited edition Dakimakura, <laughs> it's not going to be of any character that I'd be interested in because it's likely going to be one of those characters that nobody really cares about and they only want it because it's like a limited edition thing. That's pro That's like the... That's the classic collector baiting right there. <laughs> so, um, ISA is still not fully convinced. She thinks that Karen is still a, a delinquent. So, the brother comes up with a brilliant idea. And and here's the plan. He says, he essentially, this is, this is paraphrasing. Listen, you shouldn't be disgusted by this Siskon manga. The only reason we care about this sister fucking media is because I want to fuck my sister here. That's all. And, <laughs> and the strategy which, which, which worked was ISA was like, Oh no, apparently only the brother who really wants to fuck his sister and got her into sister fucking media is bad, but she's still fine at heart. And so I'll accept her. But I'll still not accept the side of her. And so we're sort of back to square one and still just hiding it, I guess. It's like the worst resolution and also the weirdest way to fucking handle it. And that's episode five. And that borderline traumatized me. But Rem, that's just how they ended the episode three way back when, when uh, the parents caught the game and uh, Kyo claimed that it was his. No, know? but this is worse because like <laughs> when, when he claimed it to the parents, it was like, oh, yes. I play these games. When he's talking to it with ISA, it's straight up, ah, yes, I want to fuck my own sister. Like, that is, that is the, the extent that it's going there. And what the fuck? What the fuck? Look, I feel like you're reading too much into it. Clearly, it's I'm just really saying not. that he, he really cares not. for his sister and that he truly loves her. Surely that's the message they're trying to get across, right, Rem? Uh, very, very... Uh, they were... They were not subtle. They were not subtle about him doing that. Uh, episode 6, apparently it's it's around Halloween time. So we, we get to see the brother at school, which I don't know if we've, like, seen him at school? Oh, we have. No? Just a couple times. All right, cool. So he shows up at school, and his friend apparently is like hey you know your childhood best friend uh do you like her and brother's like no of course i don't like her i i look at her like a sister and so best friend is like okay would you mind if someone made a move on her or dated her and the the brother character is like if you do i'll fucking kill you uh which is just possessive and unnecessary uh, you, you don't own her. Let her live her own life. Let her make her own decisions. People are capable. Um, so the, the sort of, the major 
plot of episode six, it's twofold. So the main plot is brother and uh, and childhood friend who I can't remember her name. Monami. Um, Monami. So brother and Monami, um, they they are like hanging out and there's like some pseudo romance between them, blah, blah, blah. That's the main plot of episode six. The, the B plot, as it were, is that Karen got a new body pillow and is frustrated that her brother isn't home and that's it. Um, <laughs> it's a very compelling B plot. Genuinely, just... that is the B plot. I'm not, like, I'm not even fucking with you. It's not that there's something more to that. That is the B plot. Oh, I mean, you have to include one of the main <laughs> characters of the show. Otherwise, what's the point of having the show? God forbid you explore side characters immensely. I don't think there is much of a point. So, um, to prepare for, like, a Halloween festival, uh, Monami, uh, her family is, does special stuff for Halloween. She invites the, the brother over. Um, now, the, the main premise is that Monami's entire family, especially her grandfather, parents really want the brother and monomy to fuck they really 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 want them to fuck one another and they want them to do so asap that is their number one priority which is weird oh i mean hey at least uh the family is uh, encouraging a healthy relationship between the two that's not a healthy relationship <laughs> at all uh i'm gonna say it again People can make their own decisions, uh, especially when it comes to, to sex. Uh, consent is important. Don't coerce other people to have sex with you or to have sex with someone else. That's always fucked up. Um, and at this episode, they, they have a lot of moments where they try to be real funny. And I mean, this is a romantic just, comedy. They, they are... Uh, mm, they really fuck up on all counts. No romance, no comedy, no rom, no com. And like what the pervy grandpa is like always hiding under the table and he plays as a zombie for a little while. And he's, he continually is like, have you fucked yet? And there's a skinhead brother and oh, hey. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Wait, that's, am I wrong? He I wants to be a skinhead. <laughs> His words, not mine. <laughs> he just wants to be a cool rock star. That's all. Specifically, as he emphasizes, he wants to be a skinhead. So, uh, like, they go up to Monami's room, and she's, like, super into him, and he is completely unresponsive to all of her advances does not give a shit um nothing happens they help prep for the festival nothing happens um he decides he's gonna sleep over at their place and like everyone in the family is taking a bath one at a time and eventually like there's a joke oh they're gonna bathe together and then they don't and nothing happens and then they they end up going to sleep and nothing happens, and and that that's the episode. That's, that's it. What a that's thrilling exploration of character, Remington. I can't wait to find out what happens next. <laughs> I, like it's it's so strange to me. There's two kinds of episode, uh, in in Oremo, and it's either 
the most egregious, grotesque, bullshit sister fucking nonsense otaku apologetics that blows my fucking brain. Or it's just the most boring, nothing happens, I don't give a shit kind of thing. Like, even if you removed the sister fucking from this show, it would still be awful. Because even with it being so ludicrously bad, it's not even an interesting kind of bad. Everything takes too long. Hardly anything happens at any given point. It's ridiculous. It's just not good. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're halfway through. Three more episodes to go. Uh, episode seven, we have the brother. He gets home and... Uh, the goth lolly girl is there, and oh, yep. and they they've planned a watch party of Maruru, and uh, which is uh, which is a real frilly show that Karen loves, and yeah, it's gonna you're, be your typical like Sailor Moon knockoff type of show. Yeah, but like super lollified. Yep, and uh, Sauri, who's the the tall. Shakespearean one? I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's definitely a translation thing. Uh, the way she speaks is a different dialect of Japanese. Yeah, and she's it, heavily it's, it's emphasizing all like, like the old. It's all like old and classic, right? Yes. Yes. Um, like however you imagine Sean trying to be cool when he was twelve. Yeah, that nails it. <laughs> and so <laughs> I did not need. I did not come here to be attacked like this, Remington. <laughs> so, um. The goth lolly is already there. Sowry, the the Shakespearean one, she's going to show up via phone. Um, but the sister, Karen, she's still just up and about. She isn't actually interacting with goth lolly. So uh, brother talks to the goth a little bit, and they're fighting with one... Karen and, and the goth are fighting with one another. Um, because apparently, uh, as goth describes it, um, Karen wrote a story... Uh, that not only was bad, but also had a character uh, modeled off of uh, Kuroneko. Mm -hmm. And that character was raped and murdered, which, you know, is is fucked up. And so uh, but then he goes and he talks to Karen, right? He, he goes and talks to Karen, his sister. And Karen talks about how uh, one of Kuroneko's stories had a character modeled after Karen. And that character became a sex slave, which is also fucked up. So at this point, I'm sort of thinking they're going to go like a mutual misunderstanding route, right? Where it's like, oh, no, those characters actually weren't modeled off one another. Um, no, they never refute that point. So, yeah, the characters were modeled off one of another. And that is really, really fucked up and not okay at all. What the hell? I mean... Um, if you don't like something, surely the best way to do uh, to deal with that person is to write a horrible, disgusting tale about them, right? I know it's real messed up. So eventually, they start watching Marururu, and during the the transformations, this girl who looks like she's eight years old. They don't show it, but they comment on how this is the uncensored version. Um which makes me wildly uncomfortable. Uh, they mentioned, like, that the themes of the show are friendship, and I imagine that's similar to Sean saying Kill a Kill is about empowerment. Uh, it's yeah. just real easy to see right through. Okay, hold on. Except, <laughs> except 
except literally everybody else on my side agrees with that. So, you know, whatever. Um, so then that's the first half of episode seven. Um, the second half of episode seven is the fact that apparently, um, so Karen has been just barely because of current echo started writing, uh, trashy sister fucking manga or light novels or whatever the fuck, uh, online. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so she, the, the second half is them going around town so that she can get inspiration for this trashy sister fucking writing of hers. And, uh, she, she has a book deal, Sean. She gets a book deal for, to, to, it's to, to publish her sister fucking book. This middle schooler who has posted one of her stories online one time gets a book deal. Wow. That's Even really though multiple times it's described how awful her book is. I mean, Remington. Is it that easy, Sean? Is it that easy to publish a sister fucking book? Are we in the wrong business? <laughs> well, Remington, I've got one. Qu- I've got one question that'll probably answer yours. Have you read Aragon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and don't get me wrong, not good. But, um. <laughs> That's uh, that, it's, it feels very ludicrous because it comes out of absolutely nowhere. And just what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? If if it is that easy, like, I, I don't know, Sean. Maybe we give it a go. Maybe we make millions. Uh, because I mean, as we've we been see. have for years, Remington, that you and I could write some fantastic smut together. Oh, we, we write great smut. So if we need to write some sister fucking smut, if it's that easy to get a proper publishing deal. And not only that. But as we see at the start of episode eight, it is talked about how she is getting more fan letters than like anybody else. She is essentially what's implied is that she is like the top seller for that moment. Right. Um, It's insane. I mean, if you think about it, Rem, this could very easily just be uh, use uh, the author using Kirino as their own author insert, because that's basically what it feels like. It's like that. That this show has like three levels of meta awareness, and all of them fuck up. Yep. So uh, then, in episode eight, uh, not only not only does she have the most successful book ever, um, but she's also getting an anime deal. She's been offered a deal to to turn it into an anime, and. Uh, so we we get a meeting. It's uh it's Karen, Sowry the Shakespearean, Goth Lolly, uh Karen's manager, and a bunch of imposing like producers and uh and directors and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um so they they have this little joke that like Karen is real excited, so she prepped a lot of this and she has a bunch of hyper specific demands that she would like to see in the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you think that could easily be displayed by, like, a quick 20-second bit where, like, she describes a bunch of things and then maybe she's, like, cut off or something, right? And that that would get the point across, I would think, adequately. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not joking, Sean. Th- this joke of just her 
talking all about her different ideas. It goes on and on for about two minutes. That is nearly 10% of the show. If you remove the intro and the outro, it is 10% of this episode is just this one not funny joke. What the fuck is going on? Plot, Remington. It's a it's a rom com. You have to have good long comedy bits to uh, go alongside the quick, uh, snappy comedy bits. You know, otherwise, you know, the the flavor gets uh, bland and dull. Oh God. So, um, the essential premise of this meeting is that the producers and head honchos they want to make some significant changes to the story. Um, that Karen does not want to make because, you know, that's how the business works. And they they paint the producers as the bad guy. Like, there is some really dark, ominous music happening as they're going over, like, possible minor changes to make. As if, like, as, as if this is the tragedy of the fucking century. It's, it's really trying to build up just how awful this is. How, how, how ridiculous, how absurd, how dare they do such a thing. Um, despite the fact that, like, they're making an anime out of this new author's first published volume right away. And so it's like, are they the bad guys? They're just making some reasonable changes because they got to make it marketable. Yeah, I don't know, brother. Not to mention that uh, adaptation is not the exact same thing as uh, taking a story and animating the whole thing because if they did that it would be very problematic yeah because i mean it's not like it's a manga where like it's basically already storyboarded this is literally a light novel that they're trying to adapt and if you try to adapt literally every single story beat in a light novel it'll take for fucking ever it'll be boring it'll be awful uh by the way ren did you know that this anime is a light novel adaptation Hey, who would have thought it? Then this one scene gives so much insight into the creation of this. I can almost guarantee at some point, some producer was like, you know, have you considered, like, we could make it watchable? And the creator was like, no, how dare you? My vision is to make it shit. And so uh, the brother notices that Karen is in a, a huge mood. And so he talks with the Weep friends and uh, and then they all decide, all right, they're going to show up to a meeting. So they show up to a meeting with the producers and the agent without Karen, which for some reason is allowed. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm her brother, so it's fine. And then the goth is like, yeah, he's the brother, so it's fine. And everyone is just like, yeah, okay. That I mean, sounds legally legally up to speed. Yeah, is your bro- is her brother her lawyer? No, no. Uh, I'm just some guy who <laughs> it has very interesting thoughts about her when she's not around. Yeah, it's like, and there's no even like, oh yeah, this guy showing up saying he's her brother and to just trust him. Okay, sure. Um, so it goes very similarly, but then the brother steps in and is like, no, this is so important to her. And at one point, uh, there's there's one who's, la- like, they want to portray this producer as particularly villainous. And he's like, listen, I get that it's your little sister, but for us, this is like a business prospect. Like, we're here to make money and create an anime. Um, which leads to a really weird moment that's supposed to be a gotcha, 
where the brother is like, to you, she's uh, just a business prospect, but to me, she's my little sister. And it's like, no, they said that. Yeah, you, you're just, you're just repeating what they said in a dramatic tone. Like you're not telling us anything new. And at one point, uh, this is the episode where they're like, oh yeah, make the goth really important in this episode, despite it making no fucking sense. So the well, it's goth... Okay. It's okay, Remington. They make her even more important in the entire second season of the show. It so makes no fucking sense. So the goth suddenly psychoanalyzes the producer and is like, listen, I understand we're all just jealous of Karen and how successful and amazing she is at everything. I know that I'm jealous of her. So is the brother character. Also, so are you, evil producer. I'm sure that you have written multiple scripts that have not worked out, and now you are jealous of this girl, and that is the only reason you are trying to make these changes. Which, once again, feels like some bullshit, uh, like Christian apologetics to make some parallels once again. It's, it's like the good old, you do believe in God, you're just pretending not to, and then it's like, I do, you're correct, oh no! And it's, it's very much that. Which uh, is the, the, especially hilarious because producing and writing are two very different things. Yeah, like none of this makes any goddamn sense. Uh, and it's also like very, like, you know, choosing beggars, Sean? Uh, like how you'll often see, hey, uh, could you drop the price or could you give this to me for free? Uh, like, oh man, my daughter has cancer and they could really use it or bullshit like that. Right, Sean? Mm-hmm. It feels very much like that because the brother is like, Man, my sister, she just... My sister, who's the best-selling author as a middle schooler and has lived a completely privileged and sheltered life and is an entitled piece of shit, she just would really like it to be exactly as is and for you guys to not make any changes, though. Um, And so... Uh, like, at one point, the line, I think it's said by the goth, the book isn't something we should be allowed to alter, which is ludicrous, because it's the <laughs> fucking business. Um, and, uh. and so, you, you, you'll never... So, uh, the producers and directors, they're listening to this, and they're like, you know what? This person, this, this high schooler and these middle schoolers I've just met, they've made a good case. Who needs to make money? Let's go for a 14-year-old's dream. And so they, they decide to give Karen everything she wants. Uh, and then they're like, oh, but don't tell Karen. We got to keep this on the down low um, for reasons to, oh, yeah. I guess, protect her fragile ego to to allow her to be more entitled and arrogant and a piece of shit. Because the sister is an absolute piece of fucking shit. Oh, she yeah. is Absolutely. awful. She's a terrible human. And everyone just allows it, accepts it. And it's like supposed to be cute, but is the most frustrating bullshit. Like, let me put it this way. Um... It, it is it is like you took uh, Umaru-chan, right? And then stripped it from any self-awareness, right? Instead of the Umaru-chan of being like, oh yeah, look how annoying Umaru is being. It's like, oh yeah, look look how great they are. Isn't Aren't they just great? Isn't it phenomenal and nothing else? It's like, shut the fuck up. Oh my God. So finally, 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 we get... Episode 9, the last episode I had to watch. Dear God, home stretch, nearly there. Um, so, th- so this episode, you might think, like, all right, well, we got to see how, um, how, like, her, her getting an anime off of her novel 
goes or something like that. Um, or, you know, at the end of episode eight, they had this weird like cliffhanger where she was like, I need advice. But then they didn't show what advice she needed from her brother. Um, no, neither of those things. Ni neither of those things are what you get at all. Instead, this whole, the, the, the whole ninth episode is that Karen gets a new Aragay, a nice sister fucking game. And, and and she plays it. It was very That's crucial it. to the plot, Rem. So she's she's she really likes the the sister fucking game, and she's real loud when playing it. Which let me just say, if if you are openly screaming at a game, whether it be your erotic fantasies or your fury that you just got sniped in Call of Duty, maybe take a step back. Put it down and, and just take a moment to yourself. Just just step away. Uh that that's that's not healthy for you. Uh it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Uh she calls she she gets a call from her job and doesn't answer. Um which is weird that she has a job now that she's an extremely successful author and uh soon to be up, up our, uh, creator of, like, an anime and whatever, right? Um, but, yeah, no, she still has her model job, because, you know. Yeah. Um, and, like, ISA, her apparent best friend still, like, calls her, and nothing happens from that. We also, we, we get a few glimpses into the goth lolly's life, uh, which actually was, was mildly decent. I, I liked it, because normally she puts on this, like, Good old Chunibio facade of I'm dark and brooding and otherworldly, blah, blah, blah. And she usually stays in character almost all the fucking time. So it's nice to see her uh, out of character in moments, taking care of her little sister. Real cute. Good moments. Mm -hmm. um, probably the best moments of the show. I can't think of any other possibly redeeming moments. So I guess that wins by default. Like I said, Rem, they, the creators of the show like uh, her so much that the entire second season... Which, yeah, this does have a second season, by the way. Uh, primarily... Well, here's the... Sean, Sean, I know it has a second season because when I went to Crunchyroll and I went and I, I, I went to go to the episode, right? So then I go to episode four, right? But I accidentally clicked on episode four for season fucking two. And I watched five minutes of that. And you don't... Do you want to know how episode four of season two starts, Sean? Oh, please, enlighten me. The, the brother, he walks into his home... And there is, uh, she hasn't been introduced in this season also. She's new to season two. There's a naked girl, uh, just right there who's creepily staring at him. Happily that, she, happy that she was caught. Then the sister, uh, shows up in a towel and then her towel gets dropped. And after her dropping her own towel, she gets mad at the brother. And that's, that's what I saw before I, I realized, oh, this is season two. And I, I can never unsee that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I do remember that. I think that was like the rival character from the second season, like her author, authorial rival character of some description. <laughs> I, I fucking hate this. So uh, we in this episode, we also get um, like, oh, a very upper class rich girl who's really composed and fancy. And has butlers and stuff, and she gets some maid costumes. And, oh, wow, it's Sauri, even though it was obviously Sauri, despite not showing her face. Because she... 
she's the only tall one with gray hair. Um, but I guess you're supposed to be like surprised that she comes from like a high class cultured family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because once again, this show is just weeb apologetics and this is the show being like, you see, there are weebs in all walks of life. Bet you didn't think that was true. Did you? It's like, I, I don't care. I don't care. Um, and the episode, the episode ends with, um, with Karen fucking one of the very, very young little sisters in her gay and screaming at the top of her lungs about how erotic it is. And that's episode nine. See, aren't you glad that I picked the perfect episode to cap off the series with? I'm so fucked up right now. I'm so fucked up. I mean, I, I still oh. have that. I still have that bottle of uh, of candy liquor, if you like, <laughs> sitting right uh, here. You, you know what? Yeah, mail it, mail it. I need to drown my sorrows. You know what? Just send whatever intoxicants you have. Mix them together in a brew. Uh, take me away. Oh, so you want a? Uh, Oh, fuck. What do they call that cocktail? That cocktail that... Oh, an AMF. That's what they call it. Uh, do you know ah, what but AMF, of course. Do you know what an a AMF stands for, Remington? I got no idea. Uh, it's a very it's a very uh, culturally significant and couth uh, an initialism there. AMF stands for Adios, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's basically like a... What I would call a blue rave version of a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> but instead of the novelty of being a lot of liquor that tastes like iced tea, it's just a lot of liquor that tastes like blue is how I would describe it. Oh, perfect. But of course. <laughs> it's pretty good, honestly. But uh, yeah, those will set you back a little while if you have too many of them. That's, uh, that's got to be said. Uh, but yeah, Rem, <laughs> or Emo, do you have any, any grand uh, thoughts into the, like what, what went into the show, why the show was made, what made this show as quote-unquote popular as it, it is? Uh, genuinely, on uh, you, you have to be a siscon and a lollicon to enjoy this show in an unironic way. Even in an ironic way, because it's not even the case where it's like so bad it's good. It it takes way too long for everything, and it's wildly uninteresting when it isn't being appalling and terrible. Like it's not worth it at all. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Unless you are watching the whole thing and exclusively fantasizing about having a little bratty sister and that's it. And that is your only setting. I can see no true enjoyment coming from this show. Well, lucky for you, Rem. It seems like the most people seem to agree with you because I, I just checked Mal. And uh, it's current. the first season's current rating is a bit high, in my opinion. Uh, I'd say too high, and I think you'll agree with me. Uh, but it's a mere 7.16. All right, quite low for an anime, but still too high for this goddamn show. Uh, if anything, th this show, through rewatching it, Sean, I, I think we have a genuine contender for my, my proper least favorite show we've ever done. I don't know if it takes the title, but... It is, it is properly in the running. And I think, 
I would probably put Raymo as the worst sister fucking show that we've seen thus far. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, how fitting it's that it was also the because they're all one, egregious, but you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, long story short, I I hate you. I hate this. I hate <laughs> myself. I hate the world. <laughs> oh man, Rem, Rem, come on, man. This this is where we started. This is where we got our roots. You know. We saw this show all the way back in episode six, and it, it set a, a course for history to be made. Look where we are now, Rem. Look how many wonderful and amazing things we've seen up to this point. Doesn't it just put everything else into perspective for you? I, n nothing is in perspective. I'm blinded by the endless dumpster fire. I have ripped out my eyes so that I never have to watch any more of it. And you know, I, I hope, I hope from the bottom of my fucking heart that all the people, because we have a, a strong contingent, all the people who, who's, when we cover sister fucking anime, those are their favorite episodes of the podcast. I hope you're fucking pleased. I hope you're well and satisfied with yourself. Because while, while I, I definitely blame Sean, first and foremost, I also blame all of you who, who think that, we, oh, oh, when Remington's, when Remington's being tortured by the sister fucking anime, it's just so funny. It's just so, so good. I, I hope, I hope it warms your fucking heart because mine has been chilled to the core. I mean, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but Rem, you know, it's important to have this perspective. You have to know the bad times so you can know the good times, you know? And I mean, I got some pretty bad times last week, so I figured that it was only fair that you got a few bad times as well. I've had so many bad fucking times. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Rem. Next week we'll go into something that's a lot more tolerable. I promise you that. That's a promise I intend to keep as well. <laughs> I mean, you could you could show me almost literally anything, and that would still be true. I mean, yeah, that's why it's I'm making that promise. God damn it! But I mean, Rem, you do realize that there was? Did you know that there was another show uh, set in this universe separate from Ore Emo? There, there's an Oremo cinematic universe. There is. What the fuck? And want to know what the best part is? Uh, no. We've covered it already. What are, you, what are you talking about? What other anime? Is it another sister fucking anime? Of course it is. Wait Remington. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I have a guess. I have a guess. Yep. Uh, because it is a sister fucking anime where there's also an author character. I can't remember what it's called, but there was the prissy author bitch. Yep. Is it that one? Yep. Yep. That would be uh, Arrow Manga Sensei, if you recall. I fucking knew it. I... <laughs> It all it's all the goddamn same. They uh, they got one plot. That's it. <laughs> Except Arrow Manga Sense say is far trashier than uh Ore Emo, believe it or not. I I I I'll be honest. Any sister fucking anime we cover is quickly repressed until it's brought up again. Yep. And who knows? It, maybe like, we'll have to we'll have to go no, into our Arrow Manga no, Sensei again just no, to No, 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 no. <laughs> Just to Fuck get that you. perspective, because I mean, if if Ore Emo jumped this high, maybe uh, Aramanga will have the similar effect for you. Fuck right off. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's been too long, Remington. 
Uh, but don't worry, I won't I won't shove Aromanga Sensei down your throat anytime soon again, because remember, I have to watch it again. And I Oh no, poor Sean, who's gonna think of him? Uh, oh, lots of he people. has to watch trashy anime just like he does on a daily basis. Listen, anime is trash and so am I, and that makes it just as trashy as you are too. I don't think that, I, I, I disagree with the premise. <laughs> I'm dead on the end. You should see some of the shows I put myself through, Remington. There are some shows that I've decided to never fucking show you based on just uh, sheer absurdity alone. Uh, yeah, and that's what you do. That's how you spend your goddamn free time. Doing research for the show. In a way, Remington, I'm protecting you. I, it, I, I want everyone to imagine this is be, that this was being recorded on video and that I just turned to the camera and I gave it a look. Because that, that's what that comment just warranted. <laughs> I mean, Rem, if you want me to break my thorough process and choose one of the shows I've decided not to show you uh, as an episode, uh, I can do that if you'd like. I fucking hate <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've had a couple shows that have been so heavily requested, but I don't think uh, warrants covering because they are like the epitome of uh, trash level cocaine is what I would describe it as because you, you just walk it up, you snort it up, and you get a buzz for a hot second if you're into that kind of thing, and then you feel like uh, the absolute piece of shit that most of us really are inside afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it's just a universal fact that at least one email uh, that we'll get in any given day will have the word torture in it in reference to me. Yeah. So it's inevitable that we have recommendations like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and don't worry, Rem. I'm probably going to not ever show you those unless, like, you are suicidal enough to take on that kind of challenge because i i'll be honest man you may you may have your pride but i feel like that's a challenge you don't want to partake mostly because that means i'd have to watch more than like the two episodes of each show i watched and i don't want to do that to myself ever again uh fucking reverse psychology nonsense is he trying to fuck with me right now i'm not trying trying to to break you right now i'm being honest with you rem i'm i'm on your side here i don't want you to watch these shows because i don't want to watch them myself but that aside, Rem, I guess there's only one thing left to ask you. Uh, any chance you'd like to watch some more Ori Emo with me sometime, man? I want you to know that I'm sincerely offended at the very asking of the question. Uh, th- this weeb apologia has not swayed me. If anything, it has turned me further to the dark side, Sean. <laughs> If anything, uh, you view the weebs as the dark side, Rem. Ah, that's true. You make a good damn point. Uh, (laughs) So I'll just pen you down as a no for now. Uh, Yeah, probably wise. Yeah, okay, there we go. Just take that. Uh, But thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Even Rem and his deep psychosis of horror. Uh, If you'd like to support us, we have a couple ways that you can do that. Uh, First, easiest and uh, most straightforward is the uh, getting onto your Apple podcast, your iTunes, your Stitcher, your Spotify, whatever it is, and leaving us a good review. Uh, It does a whole lot for us in getting out to other people, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. But if you'd also like to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it. And if you want to directly fund 
our shenanigans, uh, we do in fact have a Patreon where you can gain access to all kinds of bonus content, including having the option to have your name read aloud on our program. And Remington, who are some of the lovely, wonderful people that we need to thank this week? Of course, I would like to thank all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who both put in great work. We appreciate the contribution so, so much. But on the next level, we get to the Yandere waifus, who, uh, you know, I don't know if they can do much worse than this episode has done to me. So I hope their sadism is is pleased. Uh, and on that list, we have Sarah Birch, Kazu Murako, Hayden Lecker, Konnichiwa Yamatero Anoshan Ronsquay Desu, Juliana, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, H. Wood, Farmer, Why Haven't We Done a Centaur's Life Weeb, Alexander Nassian Senyo, Rirem X, Dr. Sean, Andrew Rawicki, Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Hito Kirix, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kizmo Kizmo, Mecha Zap, Rare Kumiko, Peter Vlasity, Ready to be Isekai'd, Ross McBean, Remington Merrill. Thank absolutely each and every one of you. You guys are phenomenal. We really appreciate it. But on the tier above, we go across the pond all the way over to the school of witchcraft and wizardry. We're going to Hogwarts with the boy wizard tier. Uh, you know what? This week, every boy wizard, you you get you're coming home with your own creature. Congratulations! Wait, so, creature. Yep. So, uh, you know, Adam Craft, Adam Craft, uh, you get Hedwig. Congratulations, my boy. Uh, Pilkster, oh, oh, post or pre book seven? Uh, hopefully pre. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you get taxidermy. Uh, then, then, uh, what we're gonna give? We're gonna give Buckbeak to Pilkster. Um, Cat Zodiac. You know, Cat Zodiac, uh, you thought I might give you a cat? No, I'm giving you the Basilisk. Um, <laughs> then the we have... Basilisk. <laughs> we have Delina. Delina, you are getting, uh, you are getting a Thestral. Fun fact about Thestrals, according to Pottermore, that is, uh, that is my Patronus, which is pretty fucking rad. Um, uh, it's better than I deserve. Eternitarian, uh, you're getting fluffy. Uh, a great one. Great get, Eternitarian. Uh, oh, did I get everyone? I think did I say Miguel? I no. I don't think you did. And uh, last but not least, uh, Miguel. Uh, Miguel, you know what? You're on fire. You deserve Fox the Phoenix, uh, which which will rebirth through your fire. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you guys are all fantastic. But yet again, there's a higher tier. We go to the White House, the Shefanomusko tier, and on this tier, we have to start with the first, the only, the patron saint himself, none other than saint. On the flip side of things, much darker, much broodier, we have the almighty sinner. Uh, we have Zachary Shirley, a.k.a. Agent Cooper, uh, and Shirley Agent Cooper, you're, you're putting in, uh, good work, finding great information. Uh, hopefully you're finding out great information, particularly about Sean's Stockymacher collection and, uh, the exact, uh, waifus that he has collected within it. Uh, we have a touchy diplomat who, uh, putting in great work. Uh, I, oh God, I'm so fucking dead this episode. Touchy diplomat to you. I just want to say, I, I, I don't have a, a good quip. I love you, touchy diplomat. I love you so much. You're delightful. I'm dead on the inside right now. 
but you're great. He, he, you're uh, so you're so broken that you just want any kind of affection and you want to put it out I'm to the world. <laughs> Touchy diplomat. Your your name is my only source of affection right now. I need the comfort. Uh, we have Cass ID, the One Piece Stan, uh, who who changed her picture to the 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 one little reindeer creature. Uh, that'd be uh, Chopper. Good old, good old Chopper. Uh, we, wh- what is Chopper? He's is a, it a good character. It, well, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, know what the fuck I expected. Uh, well, yeah, no, he's a reindeer. <laughs> Thanks. He's also a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Then we have. Uh, then we have the Silicon Specter, uh, who who has the greatest spectrally jiggly lumps all around. Uh, we have Thick Mullet, the most presidential thickest mullet to ever grace the White House. Uh, and finally, last but not least, we have Dylan Remington and Sean's secret son. Uh, which, I mean, cat's out of the bag now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If Sean, that... you, uh, Sean, you and I, we, we have Samantha, but then we add Dylan into the mix and uh, the three of us have a son. I don't know how um, that's actually possible, honestly. Uh, well, that's why we've kept it a secret for so long. Uh, and... After after this tier, we finally reach the very uh, peak. Oh, God. We're um, still doing I, this, huh? I, we're still I, doing I should be sick. Uh, at least until the... Uh, here Here's here's the thing, Sean. Yeah. We're going to be saying this tier for at least two months. Because if, if I can, I'm going to end it. This will be the last month people can sign up. But we'll see. The Waluigi tier, um, which normally I'd be singing its praises... Uh, our editor went behind our back to create this. Once again, I am going, I am seeking the abolition of this tier. I am, I am hoping to end it, uh, hopefully by the end of the month so that it doesn't continue any further. Uh, but while it does exist, uh, I need to thank the, the two, the two crazy individuals who are on it, and that is Ghoulrot, the unclean spawn of the hive, as well as Amoto Ahigao Uwu, which very different, very different. <laughs> those, um, those hit a little differently, don't they? Uh. Uh, and so they, they both have given us uh, a new message to, to read, Sean. Oh, yeah. And so what would you like to, to read? Oh, and of course, we have to read this as Waluigi. Would you like to read uh, yours first, or would you like, like me to take it away? Uh, since I went second last time, I should go first this time. Uh, fair enough. You know what? That sounds reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I take it I'm reading, uh, Emoto Ahegao Uwus. Yep, yep. That, that's the one. Okay, there's a typo in it, so I'm going to pronounce it with the typo. Uh, <laughs> go for it. Hey. All right, here we go. Hmm. 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 Yes. Jojo Bizarre Adventurer is a terrible anime, along with most shonen. Uh, okay, cool. Way to make me deny my beliefs on that. So thank you for that, Emoto Agehau Uwu. Uh, you, you made him finally right, and I'm proud. Uh, uh, so, Sean, I, I've, I've prepared for this. Yeah. And by prepared, I mean... I, I listened to a pro's ED clip of him doing a Waluigi speech and so I feel better prepared 
Um, I'm not very prepared. Uh, uh, still. I, yeah, my dude, you're already setting yourself up for failure by like automatically bringing up Rosidi. I like, know he's that man he's has so a much voice that could melt your stony heart. If you want anime content, just go to him. Why are you listening to us? Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, all right, Ghoulrot, the unclean spawn of the hive. Wah, wah, wah. You just never quit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow, that Cook preparation out really helped out. Woke up the <laughs> traveler, and now half of what I hear in the streets is how much you and your clan are making a difference. And that's why I started this clan thing in the first place. People are still waiting for the vanguard to lead the way, but it's time for a change. And guardians like you are making it happen. No pressure. <laughs> I hate this. That's a what, what are we doing? That's we a... need to kill this tear, Sean. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. Ghoulrot, Amoto, we love you so much. You guys are giving us more money than we could ever deserve. Enjoy it while it lasts, because we're going to get Dylan to kill this tier. Uh, so this is the last month that people are going to be able to sign up for it. Uh, which unfortunately means that it'll go into next month. It's bullshit anyway, but it, it, it will be dead. It will die. I promise you all that. Uh, I'm just... I'm but just, if you would... What was that? Go, go for it. I'm just curious as to... It's quite the dramatic shift going from the B-movie script to a Destiny 2 quote. So, <laughs> uh, Ghoulrot is chaotic evil. Uh, if you guys would like to contact us directly, whether it's for comment, question, feedback, recommendation, or for to help petition the abolition of the Waluigi tier, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and as always, don't fuck your sister. If you are openly screaming at a game, whether it be your erotic fantasies or your fury that you just got sniped in Call of Duty, maybe take a step back, put it down, and, and just take a moment to yourself. Just, just step away. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! <laughs>